Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! The holiday season is just (sighs) off without a hitch. Off without a hitch. I read Jeanette McCurdy's book. Yay! What did you think? I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a blast. It's great. It's one of those things where a lot of child stars, you know about it because they either have music that they wrote about it or like they have documentaries that are coming out about it. Or, you know, Demi Lovato had to cancel a Camp Rock tour because she was going to rehab and like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just so it's so out there for the world to see. That was one that I knew nothing about. Yeah, I was not familiar. Anything until I read the book and I was just like, oh. Oh no. Oh no. I know any of that. Was kind of like the point she was trying to keep it a secret for or not a secret, but that was part of like the process. But yeah, that was it's so good. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a great book. I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was like, I mean, a great, you know, narrative and like, but the writing is so well done. Like, Mm -hmm. I kind of loved how she like grew up in her like the writing grew up as she grew up I thought like yeah in that it was like the first like you know she was writing and it like felt like it was being told by an eight-year-old and then mm-hmm. it felt like it was being told by a 13-year-old and like her prose grew up with her mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I thought that was just really cool yeah I love that kind of storytelling I listened to the audiobook and she she read it herself and she's reading mm-hmm. it kind of like in more of an eight-year-old voice. Like she's kind of reading it like this. And then all of a sudden she's reading it like this. And then all of a sudden she's reading it like this. And it's yeah, like yeah. really cool to watch her progression. Cause she's like, I mean, in audiobook reading, there is an element of acting and obviously she is a professional. And so she's really like bringing it. And it's just really cool to see that it's her story and she's telling it, but then she's also able to like, bring that little piece of it as well that acting element to it to really drive it home make it really mm-hmm. good storytelling mm-hmm. yeah that's well, pretty good. much all I've read recently though that's okay I actually am about I surpassed my goal I finished my 20th book and 20 was my goal and then 25 is what I'm aiming for now and I just finished 23 the other day and I'm in the middle of I'm about to finish an audiobook and that's going to be 24 and then I'm in the middle of a book called She Said which the movie that Oh uh, yeah. That's based yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um it's about like the Harvey Weinstein stuff it also drags in a little bit of like the Trump stuff and I'm only 3 chapters in so it's just getting started but it's already it's already very fucked. So it's not yeah. the lightest read but I just finished the book I read before that. It's called The Gunkle. And it was so sweet and heartwarming. I highly, highly recommend it. It was just so fun. Uncle, like gay uncle. Yeah. And it's just such a fun read. It gave me big, uh, like Evie Drake vibes where it's just like, this feels like a perfect summer. I almost wish I had waited to read it until, until summer because it's just so light and sweet and fun and heartwarming it's just mm. great it was so good so i highly recommend it maybe going next cool. summer for your summer yeah. read. it's going on the list good well let's um let's talk about the sad but also i was not that sad no i wasn't you know, that i don't know sad. i feel like 
historically, I thought this episode was sadder. And this time I watched it and I did not feel all that sad. Instead, I was kind of like, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I felt differently about this episode than I, I like have this remembering of the way I felt about this episode, you know? It feels... um, which is exciting, which is kind of fun. To, it'll be interesting, you know? Yes. It just feels very... Um... I think that's something else which I've said before, specifically in this season, when you're binging, it feels like because things are going so quickly, it's like, oh, no, this is bad. Or, you know, oh, this is actually good. Or, oh, I didn't think this had that big of an impact. And this is one of those episodes where I was watching it. And I was like, I think if I were binging it and I and we were fresh off of like the Sean and Angela stuff from like the end of last season or like to the you know, kind of the middle of last season, then I would be like, oh, I just watched these episodes like two weeks ago. So it feels very fresh. But now they've been together for so long and we haven't seen her dad in so long that I'm like, yeah, this feels right and accurate. She should go with her dad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, just a great experience to live in Europe for a year. But also, well, we'll get we'll get into it. We can we'll get into it. This is this is the Phoenix Ball. Yes, yes. Blah 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> you know what episode we're on? You know what it is. Um we're on season seven, episode twenty one. Yes. Do you know what the title is? Angela's Ashes. That yeah. The other stuff's always a guess, but I usually know episode titles pretty well. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay. So my fun fact is obviously you just said the episode title is Angela's Ashes. It shares the name, uh, with the film Angela's Ashes, which was released within the year, like in the previous year. Um, and Frank McCourt wrote the novel on which it was based. This also, this episode was directed by Fred Savage. Mm -hmm. So fun little, I mean, he doesn't make a cameo at all, but it was nice to like, see his name and be like, Oh, Fred. (laughs) Um, also the picture that Eric gives to Angela to hand out in Europe is the same photo that he hangs on Corey and Sean's wall during the psychotic episode where he's in the black turtleneck and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, and the, the, the text at the bottom is blurred out on Disney plus. Did you notice that? No, uh, I could see that there was something at the bottom, but I didn't know what it said. I think it's a phone That's number, funny. but it's blurred out um on disney plus i bet people were caling it yeah or at least it kind of seemed like it maybe it was always blurry like that and that's just kind of because of the text or whatever but it looked like it was deliberately like post done in post to blur it out i wonder if at the time you could call the number and there was some sort of answering service that would pick up and be like this is eric matthews blah 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 and it's like will friddell's voice and oh my god no way out. that is that's no way would they have I'm done sorry. that shit <laughs> i mean they created an entire website for Corey and Topanga's wedding i guess that's a good point they did do that so you're right you're right just saying that's it's not true. out of the realm of possibility also what was i just listening to oh i was listening to christy carlson romano's podcast and she had will Friedell on that was the first episode and he no, was talking fine. about boy meets world and he was like honestly we did not we were not the most popular TJF sitcom. He was like probably until season six or seven. He mm-hmm. was like, no one really knew who we were. We just kind of flew under the radar. And then, so this is when they were, I would say peak popularity is right before they 
left. So they might have, they might've set up a little service for them. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, those are my fun facts. Those are fun facts. All right. Well, um, well, oh. It's yours, right? Your recap. Uh, yeah. We are recording. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I just had like a panic where I was just like, did I press play? And then I was like, yes, I did. Okay. Anyway, back to, back to, and away we go. So Angela's dad shows up out of the blue and he's like, I want, I'm going to Europe for a year and I want to take you with me. And, uh, Sean originally is going to let her decide, but then he decides that he wants her to stay. So he approaches her and he's just like, Hey, Corey actually tells him like, you need to fight for her. You need to whatever. Uh, and kind of wrecks everything because she's settled. She, she's made her peace. Then he gets Sean all kerfuffled about it. Meanwhile, Topanga is, um, uh, Angela ends up going to Europe. Meanwhile, Topanga is uh, try applying for an internship at a law firm. And they need to move to New York. Nice. I didn't touch on the Jack stuff because I don't care. No one does. I don't care. Couldn't care less. Nope. Don't care. Really don't. Mm -hmm. May as well not be there. Jack is a, a victim of, of privilege. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn? Mm. If you love something, let it go. <laughs> don't be a i feel like that's what the that's what they're trying to portray it's a little yeah. bit of that i think there are a lot of things you could walk away from this because interestingly enough when i was younger i used to think this episode was very much so about like fighting for things you love there's a lot of, i don't know there's some mixed messaging in here and i don't know that it ends up being crystal clear like you could walk away with different things here because i feel like i used to feel pretty differently about this episode and that i was like oh man Sean just needed to like really tell her that he loved her and she would have stayed or whatever and that would have been the right thing to do and it's like you got to tell people that you love them and be honest and tell them you want them to stay mm -hmm. but now I'm kind of like no get out of the way and let mm -hmm. her make her own decisions and respect that your feelings about her are not the driving forces in her actions so obviously Corey sucks. Oh my God, the most. And, and Sean ends up kind of doing the right things and yeah. like respecting her decisions. Mm -hmm. Comes around to it in a funny way. I don't know that he really gets all the way there. Mm -hmm. I think he more gets to the, if you love something, let it go. He doesn't fully come all the way around to the actually, this is not my decision. I'm not holding shit. I don't have anything to hold slash let go. This is an independent human who gets to make that choice. Uh, <laughs> you know, the actions remain um, the same, I guess. So, yeah, yeah so it's an interesting one where I think like there are layers of what you could take away from this. And I do think at different ages, I took away different things. That's fair. I would agree with that. Because mm -hmm. now I'm very much so on the side of like, Angela's not given enough agency actually in this episode. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's all this, all this language that's like, the men need to decide what's best for her. The strong very, person very, or the strong yeah, man. Like a strong man. Tell her to do this. So a stronger man needs to tell her to do this. And there's like a lot of that. And I'm not even like paraphrasing. Like that's literal. No, that's <laughs> actually what he says. Actually what's said. He sucks so, so bad. That's harder to stomach now too in a mm. lot of ways. It's very much so. Have you watched Dash and Lily? Mm -mm. Oh, gotta watch it. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm going to explain it first and then I'm going to bring up my point around at the end because it's going to okay. feel removed, but Dash and Lily, super cute little YA book turned mini series on Netflix, eight episodes. It's a Christmas show. 
Um, oh, perfect. I think there's lots of things in it that probably don't really work, but mm-hmm. but also not, I don't know. I'm like wary of being persecuted for enjoying this thing because I think it's really good, but I'm waiting for someone to tell me all the things that are not good about it. That's uh, every show that was made ever yeah. of all time. Yeah, so um, there's a point in the last episode where this one character is telling this boy that, you know, think about fairy tales and in fairy tales, it's always a a woman needing to be rescued, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the boy is always the prince and the woman always needs to be rescued. And it's like, but you know, who wrote every fairy tale? Like everyone says it for girls, but all the fairy tales were written by men because they always see themselves as a man who's gonna rescue, right? And that's what this shit and this episode is. It is very much so just from Sean's point of view and that Angela is in need of rescuing slash being told the right choice, you know? It's true. Now, a little bit of that comes from the writing of Angela being like, you could tell me this day, unfair of her too. But um, mostly it's that we took away Angela's agency. I will like give, I'm giving a lot of stabs at the writing and the men. I do think it's also kind of unfair of Angela to put that pressure on Sean to be like, make the decision for me. Like, fuck that. That's kind of screwed. That's not really fair of her to do uh, to him. So that's also. She kind of reneges on that though. And it says, well, like she kind of interrupts him. He's like, no, no, I don't want. And then she's like, but you understand that blah, blah, blah. And she kind of like, she makes her decision. She mm-hmm. almost makes it seem like Sean has some kind of power, but then it, in the end, she or she's ultimately like, no, no, this is my decision. I have made it. Thank you for understanding. It's it's one of those, you know, when you're when you're supposed to write professional emails and you're not supposed to write like my apologies for X Y Z. It's like thank you for your patience or thank you for your mm-hmm. understanding. That's what her in the dorm room with her dad feels like to me, where she's not like. I'm so sorry that I'm leaving. It's like, thank you for understanding that I need this time with my dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So that's, my, I don't, I don't know what I learned. What did you learn? <laughs> I learned I, all of that. <laughs> I, I would agree. I think that was very, when I was younger, it was very like, if you love something, let it go. And then if it's meant to be, it will return that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they obviously don't end up together as we see in girl meets worlds, unless we're pretending like that just didn't happen, which I'm totally fine with. Um, there's that part where Angela is talking about being selfish in love. And I think that that's, I think that that was my biggest takeaway is that there's a level of selfishness that you need to have in your youth because you don't get that. I was just talking to a coworker about this yesterday. She was talking to me about one of our friend's boyfriends who's 22 and how he's making a decision that's rather selfish. And I was like, he's 22. He needs to make the selfish decision because someday mm. he's going to wake up and he's going to have responsibilities and he's going to have, you know, potentially a family that he needs to worry about. And it's like, make the selfish decisions while you're young and while you have the time and the freedom to do that. Mm. What I learned was sometimes the selfish decision is the right one. Yeah. But there's the component of like, obviously, if you, I, the the part that bothered me the most, I think, was that I believe Angela made the right decision. I appreciate the fact that Sean is being very like stoic. He's letting her go. He's trying to be strong. He's trying to whatever. First of all, there was no discussion of like, hey, it's we're about to hit summer. Can I come visit you? Can like we yeah. arrange like maybe I could study abroad. Maybe I could look into that and then I could spend next semester like maybe not even the whole year, but like 
a semester here and then study abroad, if he's going into, you know, whatever, I'm sure that that would be a great opportunity. I think it's because it's not specified. Oh, I'm going to Paris. Oh, I'm going to Mm -hmm. London. Oh, I'm going to Madrid. It's like, oh, Europe. Then it can't, he can't be like, oh, I'm going here. It's like, no, we're going to spend a year in Europe, but we're going to jump around a lot. So maybe that's why it wouldn't work. But at the same time, I was well, like, there's no effort of like trying to not even keep them together, but just like to yeah. bridge that gap because it's only a year. So like, what the fuck? Yeah, but a year when you're like 20? No way. I know. No I know. But like, way. if they're supposed to be like, again, it's one of those things of like, if they truly believe that they're meant to be like Corey and Topanga type of love. They did not do anything to fight for that. They didn't do anything to fight for their love. Yeah, well, we don't know why Topanga loves Corey. This episode is oh my god, wasting wasting her time. I haven't even been watching the full season with Quinn, and I was watching this episode with him this morning, and he was just like, "Why did they make Corey like the main character of the show, the worst character on the show?" And I was like, "That's a great fucking question. I do not know." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he sucks in this episode he so sucks much. So bad. So bad. And Topanga puts up with it so much. I don't yeah. know why. She's like, give me a kiss. Okay, you hate me and ignore me. Bye. Yeah. Come on. And I guess the argument could be made that she is so wrapped up in what she's doing that she doesn't even realize that he's not paying attention to her. Like, they're so wrapped up in what the, they're doing that they're not connecting right now. But at the same time, at the end when he throws a fit about moving to New York and he just, he like instantly falls into fight or flight and it's immediately fight. And it's just like, shut up. What? Yeah. Oh, so disappointing. Oh, I also, cause I don't think Quinn's watched the show all the way through, but she said something about going to Yale and Quinn was like, she got into Yale. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, she didn't go to Yale. And I was like, no, yeah. she, was, she was in love with Corey. So she's at Pembroke with the rest of them. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, listen, Skylar and I have said it before. We'll say it again. Topanga should have gone to Yale. Yeah, should have gone to Yale. Clearly it doesn't matter, though. She's still getting... That's true. Uh, she has. This is a great opportunity. At the most prestigious law firm in all of New York City. Which, like, which, right on. Yeah, okay, right on. But also, like, let's right-size this. There's no law firm that's out here offering you five-year plans of employment because they're like go to go to nyu law once you graduate from undergrad and then when you finish and pass the bar you have a job here like the person who made that deal to you is like they're they're looking for another job right (laughs) yeah no well and also that's like i mean i guess when people maybe she is going to school pre-law so then she's already prepping to go to law school but nothing this is the first time ever that we are hearing about Topanga considering being a lawyer and so Mm -hmm. it's just like oh was she pre-law this whole time because she's sharing a lot of other courses with people who are clearly not (laughs) pre-law who are very clearly general studies yeah (laughs) so it's like what's what where is this coming from what is going on so it's just fascinating to me that in the event that this were a real thing and they were just like you know what if you go to NYU and you stick on this path and you pass the bar, then you can come work for us. It feels like they would pick not Topanga, who was like, oh, I turned down Yale for love. And like, I didn't know what I wanted. I haven't been vocal about what I've wanted to do since I was a little girl and whatever. Mm-hmm. 
What was your big question? You said earlier you had one big question. No, oh, it was why can't Sean go to Europe? Oh, oh why yeah. can't he okay, go? Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's poor. So frustrating. Oh, he doesn't have a passport. Uh, you can get a passport. It's not that hard. It, it takes time. It's hard. Yeah. Well, but he could go, like I said, it doesn't have to be immediate. He doesn't have to go immediately with them. He could always meet them somewhere or, you know, try to study abroad. And so then he spends the summer working on that the and into the fall. And then in the spring, he goes and studies for like six months, however long, you know, mm-hmm. there are possibilities there. There are so many possibilities for them to like see each other or travel to like go visit each other and she's like we're gonna write each other every day we're gonna call each other and I'm like dude they're they're options why are we just why are we just done like if you were head over heels in love with this person you thought that this was your person and this one thing comes in the way like you're just gonna be done that's how it goes my god second there's an obstacle we're out at this point, then, if we're led to believe all of that, then I'm kind of like, well, then they don't even deserve to be together. I know that yeah, like, right. everyone's like, Sean and Angela are the better, the superior couple. And I'm like, you're not wrong. However, if they're not even going to try, then they don't deserve to be together. Fuck it. I, I mean, they don't have take. to. Oh, my God. I'm going to come under take. so much fire. Like, I don't know. I think I would. I think what uh what ends up kind of happening here is the right thing, you know. Like yeah, I agree. She's gonna even do this, and he's got they gotta go their own way, you know. What about us? Burn, what burn. about everything we've been through? Uh, there was a boom check. Did you see it? Oh no, I didn't. Where was it? It was right at the end when the to, the camera flips back to Topanga, and she says, "We have to move to New York." It's like right over her head. It's so, uh, it's so small. It just like dips in for a second. I had to rewatch it because the first time I was like, am I seeing things? Is that a shadow? Nice a boom check. We well, had thought. gone it. We had gone maybe an entire season without one. Uh, they were really yeah. they were really stepping it up. And then. Guess not. Mm. Guess goes, not. There goes the boom. It's true. Right at the end, right at the tail end. We couldn't even end mm-hmm. strong. You know, it's interesting there's no Feeny or Alan or Amy in this episode. Yeah, very surprising about... I feel like more so Feeny than Allie. Yeah, you know, I feel like there could have been a really nice nice Feeny and Sean combo. I appreciate that we get a good Sean and, and Angela's dad combo there. Like, that's good. It's a good scene, I think, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But I think there could have been a nice Sean Feeny conversation here. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I completely agree. I feel like we don't have any, you know, could have been between Sean and Alan maybe, but I feel like it would be more appropriate if it were Feeney. Yeah. I just feel like it would have been way more appropriate if it were Feeney, but I, that would have been a really good conversation to have had. And maybe Mm -hmm. Feeney would have brought up something like maybe you should go with her. And then it could have, Sean could have been like, no, that's just not, I don't see that for me. That's not well, and so they're like, here's the thing too. It's it's like you have the geography is one thing, mm-hmm. but what we really are talking about more is like time spent with X person. Is it time spent with Sean or is it time spent with Dad? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's it's like yeah, geographically the distance is the wedge, I guess, mm-hmm. 
but really what this kind of is a more about is that she has a choice of who she's going to spend the next year in proximity to mm-hmm. and i think if sean were always tagging around in europe it wouldn't allow her to really be spending that time with her dad the way she's describing yeah. i mean that's fair but her dad's still going to be working i guess <laughs> <laughs> fine i got it delete it cut it out stupid <laughs> argument I no, but I, under, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Who cares? Who cares? Cut it. <laughs> I just, th- no, I, under, I understand what you're saying. I just think that, you know, there's going to be a lot of downtime when she's not going to be able to, he's got a lot of important responsibilities that she's not always going to be able to tag along for. So in those moments, she's just going to have to kind of like go it alone. And if they are moving around a lot, that's going to kind of suck because then she's never going to really have make friends anywhere unless she's friends with like other army brats is that still what people call them i think you can still say army brat (laughs) (laughs) i haven't heard that that's not okay so i think you're good Um, as soon as i was about to come out of my mouth i was like am i about to get canceled so hard can we not say army brat anymore if if so please someone just tell me why i want to understand the why that's important for me yes that's fair (laughs) i'm not going to argue back if there's a decent reason not not that and you know i don't care that much not that invested about the the (laughs) phrase (laughs) well yeah who's your mvp um the mvp i guess the mvp is sean mostly because he does you know he gets there and like i said earlier i don't know that he really fully gets there but he gets there still like close enough i think Mm -hmm. no one else really gets there no i think her dad is fine i don't really think he's wrong at any point in what he says or does 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 says and does what dads do mm-hmm. Corey stinks yep oh god Panga's, Panga's not really involved no it's not the Eric fact that she's Jack letting Corey just like treat her oh god i'm just she deserves so much back anyway. she does so it really only feels like it could be sean or angela and i don't really think it's angela because like i said earlier i don't appreciate that she like tries to kind of make it someone else's decision so I agree. I guess it's Sean. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely Sean. I think honestly, he's doing all the right things. The only time that he doesn't do the right thing is when he talks to Corey. That's and true. Corey, when he to Corey is when he makes the mistakes. That's right. So that's the story of his life, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. Although I will say there are sometimes like with Turner's bike and that kind of thing where he does kind of save the day, I guess, but there mm-hmm. are in most situations, Corey tends to exacerbate the problem. Yeah, he stopped being the decent little hero kid like in season four. So It's true, which I don't understand at all. Maybe they were just trying to like emphasize the side characters, but I agree with Quinn. It's, it seems so pointless to make a show where you're not even rooting for the main character, where the main character is the worst character in the entire show. Who I'm sure there are for? so many other examples of this. Yeah, who do you root for in Friends? Um, I kind of root for Ross and Rachel, but like as a couple, I root for Chandler and Monica as a couple. Ross Hopefully. is the fucking worst. Yeah, he's, he's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. Um, Gary, Gary Seinfeld for... sucks. And yeah, I don't watch Seinfeld. He's... Well, he's but I've heard that they all kind of suck. 
So they it's do. kind of like, I feel like watching everyone suck though is different than watching like everyone else who you like. And then the one main character sucks. Ted Mosby sucks. But so does everyone else. Barney's no. the rapist. No. Okay. Yes. But no. Robin sucks. Marshall does not suck. No, Jason Marshall and Lily are perfect. They're well, perfect. We, no, Lily kind of sucks, but uh, Lily has Jason, her moments. Yeah, Jason Siegel. Marshall is yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's perfect. The rest of them suck. Fine. The rest of them all suck. <laughs> um, let's see. Happy endings. They're all terrible. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, in Friends, they're all kind of. They're not they're like, all kind of terrible. They're all kind of terrible. Seinfeld, they're all kind of terrible. Like if you're watching an entire ensemble all be terrible, then it's like, okay, well then I'm just watching people destroy their lives. And that's kind of like a scripted reality television show, which also reality television is mostly scripted, but, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's different than watching a cast that you genuinely, genuinely want to root for generally and genuinely want to root mm-hmm. for. And then the main character sucks because then it doesn't, I feel like now we're at the point in the show where it's an ensemble way more than it is Corey and Topanga's show. And I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that because of how much I dislike Corey, but it's fascinating to me that we had such a through line for Corey for a really long time. And Sean, of course, took over some episodes. Eric took over some episodes. But for the most part, we were following Corey's story and like Corey's situation. And then once we got to college, that kind of stopped. Other than his whole thing with Topanga and their breakup and then getting back together and getting married. But that was also like Corey and Topanga. It's not, it's not just Corey anymore. We're not dealing with just Corey bullshit anymore. And we haven't for mm-hmm. a while. And I think I'm okay with that, but it just kind of sucks because the, I feel like the fallout of that is that Corey is a disappointment for the last two seasons of the show. (laughs) So. Yeah. It's fair. It's accurate. So yeah. But yeah, Sean's definitely the MVP. I agree. Okay. Well, those are all my notes. Next one is the last one. At least for like actual series episodes. Yeah. Crazy. Weird. It is weird. It's so weird, but I'm kind of excited about it. I'm excited to have a break. Yeah, me too. Okay. Alrighty. Well, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend and I'll see you next week. Well, you have to sign us off. Oh my God. Whoops. (laughs) How could I do it? We got distracted. whoops okay all right yeah wow i thought i did this already whoopsie thanks for (laughs) listening y'all um we're still very close to the end of this thing and if you're still here rock and roll um check us out online and as always class dismissed